G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. Well, it is like a 21st century opportunity to get a glimpse of what's happening in the Holy Land, in the land of Israel and more broadly across the Middle East, looking at those breaking news headlines each week with Ron Ross, who's been scouring them once again. And Ron's back with us. Ron, welcome back to 2020. Good morning, Neil. Hey, Ron, let's start with the first headline. Frenzied protesters attempted to break into the Knesset, the Israeli parliament, as the debate on judicial law was about to begin. How does this story look? Yeah, the new legislation requires that judges appointed to the Supreme Court are judicial rather than political appointments. And early Tuesday, the Knesset passed a first and significant bill in the government's effort to overhaul Israel's judiciary. The vote was 63 in favour, 47 against, with no abstentions. The legislation now returns to the Constitution, Law and Justice Committee for preparation for its second and third readings expected by the end of March. And this is when it gets very fiery. At the start of the Knesset debate, Yeshotid parliamentarian Ram Ben Barak said in his speech that the Nazis came to power in a democratic way in Germany as well, referencing the new Israeli government as Nazis. The Prime Minister condemned his remarks, saying the opposition has gone off the rails. Ram Ben Barak shamefully and scandalously compares the Israeli government to Nazis. The protest leaders tried to imprison coalition members in their homes. Members of the opposition desecrated the Israeli flag in this Knesset. The opposition has gone off the rails, but we continue. Well, there are all sorts of serious allegations, and no doubt uh, the media is paying attention to those and they're getting lots of headlines. We'll monitor things along as there are developments. Hey, Ron, let's talk about some other headlines. Israel has agreed to temporarily freeze settlement construction. What's the story here? Yeah, Netanyahu has agreed to a number of concessions to the Palestinian Authority as part of the Biden administration's push to broker a deal between the two sides to lower tensions during the Islamic holy month of Ramadan. According to the report, two Biden administration officials say that the U.S. has secured understandings with Jerusalem and Ramallah under which both Israel and the Palestinian Authority will refrain from unilateral moves over the next few months. Ramadan runs March 22nd to April 20. Let's turn our sights towards Iran, a headline that says the UN responds after a new nuclear enrichment report on Iran. Yeah, the International Atomic Energy Agency, the UN's nuclear watchdog, said it was in discussions with Iran after reports inspectors had found that the Islamic Republic had stepped up nuclear enrichment. 
The comment came after Bloomberg News reported that inspectors of the IAEA last week found uranium enrichment to 84% purity. Iran was last known to enrich up to 60%, while a 90% threshold is required for use in a weapon. The discovery of the uranium comes as talks between Iran and world powers on reviving the 2015 Iran nuclear deal remain stalled. That's going to remain a challenge for a long time. Hey, Ron, another headline. In a shock, an Israeli delegation was expelled from the African Union Conference Hall. What's this one about? The Deputy Director for Africa at the Foreign Ministry, Sharon Bali, and other members of the Israeli delegation were expelled from the African Union Conference Hall in Addis Ababa, where Israel was participating as an observer. The incident occurred during the opening ceremony when the security personnel of the conference approached the members of the Israeli delegation and asked them to leave. A senior official at the foreign ministry said that the delegation members learned that South Africa and Algeria were behind the move. Foreign Minister spokesperson Leo Hare responded to the incident saying, Israel takes the incident, which the Deputy Director for Africa Ambassador Sharon Bali was removed from the African Union Hall, despite her status as an accredited observer with access badges, and we take it very seriously. Uh, Ron, another headline, and and as listeners will be aware, even more aftershock earthquakes this week in Turkey and around the Syrian border, fears of child trafficking now in Turkey. They're growing as the recent earthquake leaves thousands of orphans stranded. What's this one here about? Yes, a Turkish charity organisation filed a criminal complaint in the name of orphans and lost children. It claimed to have been victims of human trafficking in the wake of the devastating earthquakes that have hit the country. The group, the Children and Women First Association, alleged that cults and other nefarious actors were capitalising on the large number of abandoned, orphaned and otherwise unaccompanied children uh, the Turkish government has yet to take into custody. The Turkish newspaper Konhoret reported the legal action in support of children in response to growing fears nationwide that vulnerable children are to be taken by unspecified cults and trafficked. Uh, Let's talk big geopolitical movements here, Ron. Uh, And when there are threats militarily, all sorts of alliances can be strengthened. And now Israel and Saudi Arabia are developing military and intelligence cooperation with Iran in mind. What's the detail? Yeah, amazing what brings people together. Israel and Saudi Arabia are reportedly holding talks over concerns about Iran and tensions between the nations. The report stated that Israel is developing closer military and intelligence ties with the Arab nation, while citing individuals that are familiar with these discussions. The talks between the two countries are backed by the United States. The U.S. supports for more integration in the region as concerns over Iran grows, the report said. And uh, let's just finish off with uh, something very, very interesting about the Bible and how valuable it might be. Well, there's one called the Codex Sassoon, the oldest 
near-complete Hebrew Bible set to fetch around $70 million Australian dollars at auction. Uh, details here, Ron. The Bible known as the Codex Sassoon, which dates to the late 9th to early 10th century, is the earliest, most complete Hebrew Bible ever discovered. It will become the most expensive historical document or manuscript to ever go under the hammer when Sotheby's puts it up for auction next May. It's undeniably one of the most important and singular texts in human history, said Richard Austin, Sotheby's global head of books and manuscripts. The Codex Sassoon is one of only two codices or manuscripts containing all 24 books of the Hebrew Bible to have survived into the modern era. The manuscript bridges the Dead Sea Scrolls, which date back as early as the 3rd century BCE and today's modernly accepted form of the Hebrew Bible. It was named for previous owner David Solomon Sassoon, who assembled the most significant private collection of ancient Jewish texts in the world. Well, these ancient books, ancient manuscripts, are not only valuable for discovering authentic uh, truth from those years of antiquity, but boy, oh boy, uh, worth dollars too. Hey, Ron, thanks so much for scouring the headlines once again, bringing us an update today on 2020. Thank you, Neil. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.